Hey guys, remember to follow us on Twitter at Fancy Pinnacle, and you can also find us on Instagram, YouTube, Podbeam, and iTunes. Just search Pinnacle Fancy Football. Your hosts, Mikey Delk and Nick Melton. Hey guys, welcome in. This is the Week 15 Pinnacle Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Mikey's Nick. Nick, how we doing this evening? Yeah, enjoying this lovely snow I've got. Ready to go back to work tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got a little bit down in Tennessee. We, we didn't get what you got, though. Yeah, we only got about eight inches worth here. Went too, too bad. <laughs> no, that's, that's nothing. Um, so you're, uh, I think you know, you don't want to bury the lead here. Your Cowboys. That uh, that was a heck of a game. Looking good. They they've at least assured themselves that they're going to finish eight and eight at worst this year, like normal. So they're they're pretty yeah, consistent. Yeah, I mean, well, they're right on par then, right? Yeah. If if they lose out, they they're still eight and eight. So all is well. Yeah. Yeah. All is well. I you know initially. A lot of people really hated on the Amari Cooper. Now everybody's like, oh, that Amari Cooper trade was so good. But it is, right? And, and I know I've talked to you about it, and I don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast. This isn't this isn't the year to be going after a rookie receiver. There, this isn't the year to use much on offense, honestly, as far as draft prospects. Um, so from that angle, if they knew they were going to take a wide receiver, there isn't one in the draft better than Amari, in my opinion. Uh, absolutely. Well, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go when the trade happened. I mean, I think the the pick was a little steep, but again, you've got a receiver from what Arizona, a receiver from Ole Miss, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, who's going to pick that there? Nikhil Harry football. and um, AJ Brown. Yeah, and and his two Metcalf and all them. You know, yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh, I think they might be three Ole Miss receivers coming out. There's their stack. Um, yeah. Do you think you boy? Vandrash has a shot at defensive rookie of the year. I mean, I know he got, he didn't get full time started right away. I think that's what's going to hurt him. But he's balled out. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he will at at the award itself. Uh, like you said, he I don't think he started playing until week four. I believe is when Sean Lee went out four or five. I mean, obviously we just had his conversation in our our league here. But I mean, I can't take anything from Leonard, anything away from Leonard and the the Bears guy. I mean, they're both of those guys are on fire right now as well. But Honestly, I think it's one A, one B, one C between the three of those guys. I mean, they're all just you know, but I'm big, on, I'm big on Derwin James. I just feel like he's an impact player. Um, you know, he kind of reminds me of like an Ed Reed or a Troy Palmall. You just all over the field making plays, Eric Berry type, and uh, and then that Eddie Jackson. I think that's his name. The uh, the Chicago Bear. I feel like every Chicago game I've watched, he's he's made you know an interception or a pick six. So that's, that's interesting. But anyway, this is Wave Wire Show. Um, you know, just a quick recap. We got the Colts and the Texans. Uh, you know, I mean, the Texans were hot. And the Colts, Colts hung, on, hung on and won that game. Um, I don't know. Which Colts team are we looking at here? They got monkey stomped in Jacksonville. And then they come out and take down a really good Texans team. 
Yeah, I think that last week was just kind of a aberration. I believe we even talked about that last week, I believe, on, on how the Colts were and whether or not that was just a freak accident. And I mean, obviously it was. I mean, the Colts are good. Their defense is playing good. We just talked about Leonard arguably could probably be the rookie of the year. Andrew looks on fire right now. Ty Hilton, I wasn't even sure. Like, I set Ty Hilton in the league. Again, I was driving through this blizzard, so I didn't get to check anything if he was playing or not. Didn't think he was playing. I look at my score, and he's got nine catches for 200 yards. Well, he was highly, I mean, he was questionable, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people didn't, you know. I, a lot of people, I hope they listened to us and didn't play Doug Baldwin because it's a Monday night game. I mean, it's probably your first week of the playoffs. It's not next week. Yes. But it's also, he just, he was questionable all week and he, he was not trending like he was going to play and he didn't play tonight. It's funny. I seen this talking about the Colts. I seen this picture on Twitter earlier. It had a side by side picture of Steve Rogers, Captain America, from like when he was the little skinny turd mm-hmm. after he went through his whatever it was where he's the big guy again. And it was like Eric Ebron with the lines and then Eric Ebron of the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty accurate right there. Yeah. 100%. Um, <clears throat> so is there any more debate? And look, it's too early to judge all those rookie quarterbacks. But is there any debate at this point that Saquon was the right pick? I mean, honestly. Absolutely. I mean, you can't. I think that's the, that's the thing with me. Like, you have a guaranteed, you know, Saquon Barkley, the, the man. All these quarterbacks, mm-hmm. none of them. I mean, yeah, they're impressive. Baker Mayfield's impressive. Baker was gone. Ba- Baker don't count. Baker was gone. No, I know. I'm just yeah. saying in general, all these quarterbacks, I mean, they're, they wasn't, none of them super impressed me coming out of college. I mean, you've got Josh Allen's impressive now, and that's it. And Josh Allen's really not that impressive. He's just running all over the place, trying to be Michael Vick 2.0. But, yeah, absolutely. You you take the guaranteed known running back, and there's a really good chance you can get a good quarterback this year because they're still trash. Their offense is still junk. Mm-hmm. Somehow sneak a decent young quarterback out of it this year, and you're set. Honestly, you know, guys like – I think guys like Derek Carr are going to be gone – I mean, moving around next year. And I was talking about it in the podcast. I don't know if you ever went back and listened to it, but a guy like Derek Carr, you put him on the Giants because, I mean, I really – He's one of those quarterbacks I think is actually good. He's just never really had much around him. So, I think that could be a way. Some team's going to do that, whether it's the Jaguars, the Giants. Some team's going to end up with Derek Carr. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not big on Carr. <laughs> good surprise. Well, me. after seeing what Amari Cooper has done lately, yeah. I, I'm a little scared. <laughs> um. All right, Saints and Bucks. Will you please tell me which Saints team is real? Because they've looked like, I mean, they're just tearing amazing teams apart, and they beat the Bucks, but they didn't really beat the Bucks. I think a big, big part of that's home and away. I mean, Saints. Drew Brees is. I mean, it's just like Big Ben. He's not the same guy on the road, and it's the same. You you put Drew Brees in that stadium in New Orleans, and he's dang near unstoppable as we've seen against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Put him on the road. It don't matter where it is. He just got smashed by Dallas and Dallas. Tampa Bay gave him everything he wanted in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's defense is terrible. We've been picking on them all year. But I think that's the the mainstay of that. Like, which come playoff time is going to be interesting. Right now, the Rams just got smashed as well. So they're mm-hmm. the same. Keep that number one spot, 
keep home field advantage. But if something happens and the Rams are able to take over, I don't see the Saints winning out in the NFC. If they're not the home team, I don't think they're going to make it. They won't make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, it's it's not looking good. I mean, they're just a Jekyll and Hyde team. You don't know what you're going to get. It's kind of kind of feels like the Colts actually. Um, <laughs> did did the Raiders beat the Steelers? That's right, they did, didn't they? That kicker. Yeah. What yeah. the heck happened? That's like I'd have bet my mortgage on that game. <laughs> well, you shouldn't bet your mortgage. I didn't see. That's one game I I really have no clue about. I well, seen a picture. Well, I mean, oh, I'll fill you in. The Raiders beat the Steelers. The Steelers had to. Okay, part of it, part of it, Roethlisberger was hurt for I don't know half a quarter or something like that, maybe a little bit more. Uh, he was hurt a bit. That's that's for sure. Juju went off like he he went he smashed the world. Um, but, uh, you know, they came back in, they drove down everything, they scored all that last minute field goal. I don't think they would have won it or sent it in the overtime, but their kicker just kind of fell on his butt as he went to kick it. And so they lose the game. Yeah, that's, so that's horrible. So, so the Raiders and the Giants can't properly tank, um, which is bad. At least the Giants can't tank because they got a stud running back. You know they drafted so, but it's it's crazy. I mean, it really is. Um, uh, just like I said, Big Ben on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell you, a team going in the wrong direction is the Panthers. I mean, yeah, they are that that I, train. I the brakes have come off. Yeah, definitely. They lost four or five in a row now. Mm-hmm. Lost well, I mean, Cam Newton just. I mean, he looks like trash here lately. I mean, I, I, I watched a little bit of that game while it was on when I got home in time, and he's nothing he done looked good. I mean, he had a couple drives, but – and he's missing open guys through that one pick at the end that just looked terrible, overthrowing guys. I mean, I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of Cam. I mean, I know he's a big goal line threat, but outside of that, as a passer, he's just – to me, he's never done it for me. Yeah, I mean, and that's crazy, but I'll tell you – the the best thing he watched all week was uh was that the ending to the Patriots game. I know you messaged me and I was out yeah. on the road at the time. But wow. Uh, <laughs> they made a techno bowl. Did you see that a techno bowl thing? No, I didn't see you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know what techno bowl is, right? The old old school Madden what you know, the one where like Bo Allen was just a cheat code and he just run all over everybody. Yeah. Well, they made a uh, the Techno Bowl uh, version of that for that last play of the Patriots game. It's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not a big Kenyon Drake fan, but it's because of they don't use him. But the man's electric. I mean, you can't deny that. That's funny. I've seen a, a clip. You know how they always put Gronk at the end of those Hail Mary games just for him to stand back there and falls <laughs> down or something. i seen this clip of, like, a video of R2-D2 just falling on his face, and he's like, oh, this is Gronk, whatever. Whoever it was that was returning that kick was right hey, past He was trying to catch Kenan Drake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty great. I love it. All right, I guess the last one we got here is the Vikings and the Seahawks. The Monday night game just happened. Um, so yeah, it... That's bad. It was, that's my Super Bowl pick. I, I had Minnesota in the Super Bowl. I, I thought Kirk Cousins was going to be the answer for him. 
I always, even when he was in Washington, I, I didn't like him just because he played for Washington, but I, I thought he was a dang good quarterback, and I was glad to see him leave so we didn't have to play him twice a year. But, man, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I mean, it was Prime like the games. Yeah, it was the third quarter before Thielen even got a target. Dig wasn't doing anything. It's just primetime games. Look it up. That big game against the Saints. And I know it was the Saints, but every primetime game Kirk Cousins is in, his numbers plummet. You know, some Monday Night Football, you know, that was one of the big moves I made in our fantasy playoffs this week. You know, everybody and their mama had uh, the Redskins ranked way ahead of the Seahawks, you know, their defense. But Kirk Cousins, you know, I'm banking on him. You know, uh, he falls apart in primetime games. I mean, because he is. I'm, I'm right there with him. You know, I would love Titans to get a Kirk Cousins and stuff like that, but it's for whatever reason. It's not, you know, maybe it's some of it's play calling and stuff like that. I mean, that's always a possibility, but let's face it. Was that Keenum last year? He looked fine this offense. I can't blame play calling because Case Keenum looked great. Took him to the NFC Championship game. And he don't this year. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah, Keenum's – maybe it is play calling this year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keenum. Yeah, yeah, it's something, man. Of Keenum, man. What's going on with your boy Sutton? Oh, my God. I was going to get into that with the, uh, the waiver <laughs> wire stuff. The man, look, I don't know. Maybe he just got Tyler Boyded. I really do think this, this kid's the number one receiver at some point in his career. And it may just not be time yet. It could be Case Keenum can't get anybody the ball. I mean, he got the other two rookies, I think, the ball, so this may not be it either. But I don't know. When they get when they target him, he does fine. But it didn't work out this time. But I-, I see that tweet of his snap count the last four weeks. It's went down from 89%, 74 to 69 to 69. And then this week, both those rookie receivers was 86 and 97%. I mean, I – do you think he's one of those guys that maybe can't grasp all the playbook, you know, and it's taking him longer? Because nothing about his play would suggest that's why they wouldn't want him on the field, right? I mean, yes, every, I don't every ball I've ever seen thrown to that kid, he catches. I mean, it's good. I mean, he is smooth. He runs good routes. He's, you know, he's got good body positioning. Um, you know, I'm just really impressed with the kid. And so I got to believe it's something else other than his play on the field. That's just my take on it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't watch that many Denver games. I just kind of look at his numbers and seen, seen that tweet about his snap count. And that definitely has me worried a little bit about him. And these two rookies out of nowhere is in the 80s and 90 percentiles yeah. or snap goes. I don't know. It's something I'm definitely digging in this week because, you know, Sutton's a guy that I believe in, but if he's not going to do it in these good matchups and he just, I don't know, he may not he can start. All right. Well, uh, you got any more big takeaways from this week or do you want to move on to the way wires? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't get to watch too many games. I was blizzard driving, so I, I missed a lot. Well, we'll fill you in best we can. Um, number one guy I got this week is Justin Jackson. Um, now, he was not somebody, um, go check our Twitter, that I was recommending this week. He was a guy that I recommend you pick up last week. But the, the deal with that is, even with Eckler struggling and Jackson looking better, we've seen that a thousand times. 
that does not mean that the guy's going to get the lion's share of the work, and he didn't. Um, but Eckler's banged up, and there's no guarantee Melvin Gordon comes back this week. So for one more week, Justin Jackson could be very, very useful. Uh, next guy I got Elijah McGuire. Uh, Crowell, uh, you know me and McGuire. We got, you know, you know I got a little man crush on him. Well, Crowell left this game with the injury, and McGuire ended up scoring around 17 points in the PPR. He looked good. He got, you know, the lion's share of the work. If Crowell doesn't make it this week, I think – I mean, it's hard to trust a Jets player, but I think that you can trust McGuire this week because um, he's got that nice floor. You know, he's, he's a PPR back. He catches the ball, too, and runs. So that's always nice. Uh, Shady, is this like maybe the second week ever this season I've, you know – Suggest him Shady was a good play, and he gets hurt. Of course he gets hurt. But that opens the door for Chris Ivory if McCoy's out any time, because you, you just don't know. Um, of course, Deshaun Hamilton, you kind of mentioned him with the Sutton. Um, that's a guy, It's one, that could end up being a guy that I seen on the waiver wire and could have picked up last week in our Dicey League, and I thought, no, I'll wait and see. And I no, went and looked, and he's already been snagged. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have had to drop more money than I did, and since you don't have any money, it wouldn't work out for you. Yeah, no, Scotty picked him up on Saturday night before the game. Yeah. So I he's, got, already been, he's already been snagged. Uh, oh, I know. I put dollars on him. Yeah. Um, Ian Thomas at tight end. I mean, he, Ian Thomas has been a waiver wire guy for weeks. I just think this is the first week he actually done something. Uh, but Greg Olson's out for the year, and – Funches is garbage. Yeah, yeah. Then, then I see something. What Funches is three, four weeks in a row now. He's effectively the fourth receiver now. Effectively trash is what he is. Yeah. Somebody tried telling <laughs> you that earlier in the year. Who was that? Here when you that was when Olsen was out. Yeah. Was like, no, well, I mean, Olsen's out now. Yeah. And now he's trash. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. And not to mention, I was way wrong on Adam Thielen. But ever since I trade for him, other than like two games, uh, I've been up like one game, and he's had a broken femur for the rest of the year. So, okay. carry on. So I don't want to hear right. anything about that. Well, no, what I mean is, you know, I said I didn't believe in Thielen, and I and I do nowadays. But the point is, I don't know if it's Cousins. Part of I mean, look, it's a quarterback's playing bad that screws everybody. But Thielen hasn't looked. I mean, he just isn't getting targeted. Yeah, I think say so. one target in the third quarter hasn't anything to do with him. But did you yeah. notice because he was on my team, so I was watching the score real closely. The only drive they targeted on was the first drive they scored on. Yep. Now look, I don't run an NFL team, but if I if I did, I promise you that'd be some simple two plus two math for you. Give him and digs the ball. Uh huh. Seen a tweet throughout the day. We we're watching this game. There was a. Basically, the caption on it was like, oh, evidently Thielen wasn't open enough. And it showed like a little green circle around Cousins and Thielen like 20 yards downfield and a red circle around him. <laughs> wasn't 20 yards from him. No one was anywhere around him in the picture. So, that, yeah. I guess that tells you what's going on there. Yeah, well, the thing is they can't get out of that Cousins contract. I mean, it's the first year in the new system. That's the other thing we've got to take into account. Cousins is a veteran. I give you that. But – it's a new system. You know, it may be a thing where he's just not comfortable in. That's one thing we didn't consider earlier, so that could be it. Yeah, I, I mean, I still think Cousins is 
fine. I think he's better than probably anybody you would have drafted this year. Or somebody Minnesota, especially as late as Minnesota would be drafting. He's he's yeah. still better. Than quarterback. Yeah. Um, and speaking of quarterbacks, of course, we already mentioned Josh Allen. I mean, that's three weeks in a row. Kid's productive. Um, I really think he's uh, somebody that you could start if he's got a good matchup. I don't know who he plays this week. I hadn't looked that far ahead. But he's somebody that I think you should snag. Even if you don't plan on starting him, you don't want him being used against you and going off for 35 points. Yeah, plays the Lions. Start him. Yes, yes. I'll take that back. <laughs> start him. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, you've got some quarterbacks who you really trust who are really screwing you these days. I mean, you know, the weather's gotten colder. There's been – the scores haven't been as high. You wouldn't be talking about Jared Goff, would you? I would be, but I figured I thought it was too soon. Rub that in. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's something to keep in mind. Look, golf was dealing with the Bears defense, but he doesn't look good in cold weather, apparently. Yeah, I mean, the Bears defense is good, but I think four interceptions good. I mean, no, no. no. You're still the Rams. Yeah, but, you know, the Rams have shown a little weakness here the last two or three weeks. So. It's a couple went down, man. They've, they've struggled ever since a couple went out. I think that's a big part of it. I mean, I know Reynolds is there. Reynolds is probably pretty decent. But and ever since Cup went out, they've kind of – Well, Cup, Yeah, well, Cup was uh, Jerry Goff's blankie, though. You know what I mean? That's, his, that's where he's snuggy. That's his security blanket. He doesn't have him. I mean – you know, you can have a talented player, but if you don't trust that guy, you know, sometimes you just know what that guy's going to do on the field before he does it, and that's an advantage, you know. I mean, and that takes trust and experience working with them. And, I, you know, Cup and Golf had that connection. Definitely. And uh, the last – 50 yards probably doesn't help them either. either. Yeah, that too. And uh, the last uh, guy I got on my list is Vernon Davis. Um you know, the rule with Jordan Reed is he's the only player at tight end I would handcuff uh, just because, you know, this is inevitable. It's it's not even a serious injury, but it's about to be week 15, so he just might – and they're not going to be in the playoffs, so he just might not be back in time for the, you know, season. Uh, Vernon Davis is very talented. The only problem is um, it's not Mark Sanchez. They, they benched him, right, for Josh Johnson, Jackson, Johnson. Yep. Johnson, yeah. Sanchez got absolutely destroyed by the uh, – who did they play, the Giants? But I, if I'm not mistaken, though, Johnson came in and scored quite a few points. Yeah, he was – I've got a little – like a note here for the quarterbacks of the week. Tom Brady was finally Tom Brady again. But you got like Dak, Josh Johnson, Josh Allen. Those are like your top three or four quarterbacks in yeah. the week that's again. The, that's going back to the Nick Melton school of uh, screaming QBs, right? I just pick up Josh Allen at the end of the week, and there you go. Yeah. He'll never throw 455 yards again, though. So don't, don't trust Dak to do that every year, every week. Let that be a lesson to you kids. Um, don't be afraid to spend your fab budget, but save save five bucks just for little dollar bids at the end of the season. Uh, this loser right here got Josh Allen over me for a dollar just, just because he could. <laughs> and and now he can use him against me for in the dynasty league. So yeah, yeah I'm looking up for, since I've had absolutely no quarterbacks on the year, he might help me out next year. 
Hey, I mean, 100 yards rushing every game. I don't care if he can throw the ball or not. If he can rush for 100 yards, so be it. I'll use you. If he can keep from getting hurt, that'll be interesting because that's hard, yeah. hard to do in the NFL. What happened? I mean, he's going to be hurt. Just yeah. wait. All right. Well, did I miss anybody? Uh, the only other ones I wrote down is more for Dynasty stuff, but even at the end of the year, uh, go along with Deshaun Hamilton and uh, Denver with Tim Patrick. He got 10 of the targets, seven catches, 85 yards this week. He's on the field, 80, 86% of the snaps. So I, I was able actually to get him. I put in a bid on Hamilton, but like you said, Scotty outbid me on him. He was able to snag him. Mm-hmm. And the last one I got, you're, you're huge on preaching handcuffs consistently, but last one for me is Rod Smith. Uh, he showed up at the end of the game, played really well in that Dallas game. And Zeke had a kind of a stinger there. He missed a few mm-hmm. plays on Done well. Zach Martin's out. Uh, he may be done for the year. Who knows? I know he's kind of tweaked his MCL again. So that could be kind of an issue. I can't say it's going to affect Zeke any, but you never know what's going to happen there. But it might be worth snagging him just for a handcuff purposes in case something happens. Yeah. 100%. I mean, and, and even if you're somebody who just won't handcuff people, you know, you got short rosters, you know, don't have many bench players or. You know, uh, you don't like doing it because of bye weeks. After the bye week's over and playoffs time start, handcuff your running backs 100%. Yeah, I mean, if if you if this ain't the year to believe in this, then you'll never believe it. I mean, you got Gordon out. Kareem uh, Hunt's out. Zeke took a playoff. I mean, I think he'll be fine, but he took a playoff. Uh, Connor's out. I mean, that's all these big-time top running backs. They're all out. Yep. Yeah, and Fournette keeps getting suspended and – Hamstring, yeah. all that stuff, you know. And and honestly, you in week fourteen, you could have just started your backup running backs, and you'd have done all right. You probably won. <laughs> every yeah. everybody everybody who was supposed to score didn't, and all their backups or random players who hadn't scored anything all year long were scoring like crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's, like I was looking at stats here too on. Barkley and Zeke. I mean, both these two monsters are in the NFC East. It's going to be fun watching those two guys play against each other for the next 15 years to come or however long they can stay in the NFL. But I agree. Those, those two guys are insane. Both of them had 194 yards on the week. It's crazy to watch, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it was, it was a crazy week. Um, I think that's about all I got this week. You got anything else? Uh, no, nothing, nothing else, really. All right, guys. Well, that's it for us. This has been the Week 15 Waiver Wire show. We are Pinnacle Fantasy Football. I'm Mike. He's Nick. We'll see you later. Yeah, I'll hold the fort down on Sunday. <laughs>